Our evening began in Peter Seychelles' comfortable study in his New York townhouse, where the candlelight was just right, the hi-fi was in the background, and the wine was delicious. does go well with the chicken. Delicious again, Peter. Greetings to you from the city of destiny, Tacoma, Washington. I'm Dan Herman. You're listening to Radio Crystal Blue Reminiscence. Here for the middle part of February 2019. This program giving you music from years past. Music that hasn't been aired in general in a number of years, often in cases since the original air dates. And what I do here is shine a light again on those artists and remiss a little bit and see where those artists are these days. This program, along with RCB Novus Ordo, which focuses on new releases, and the main program, Radio Crystal Blue, 19-year veteran of the internet, is available to you on a number of podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. Here's the list in brief. Automatic, Mixcloud, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, Overcast, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Breaker Audio, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and the Internet Archive. You can also ask Siri to play Radio Crystal Blue. Got a bunch of music here for this edition, and we'll start in very short order. And I want to remind you that this show is available, along with all previous shows, to stream, download, and to share in full shows are out there in the world of the internet to enjoy through Creative Commons License version 4.0 under a non-commercial, non-derivative, full attribution license. Hope you're enjoying these shows so far. I've been doing uh, several of them since the beginning of the year. And as I mentioned at the very beginning in the first show, it's kind of a tie-in to my desire to celebrate the show's 20th anniversary coming up in late 2020 and indeed reminisce about some of the musicians that have been aired on this program years ago before 
before I had my proper mixer and before I had a true solid focus on indie artists, I had uh, resources from different websites like Ayuma, mp3.com, and others, and also uh, music from artists who I mainly seen at live events. And it all came together and eventually turned to something very neat, and the momentum took hold, and here I am all these years later. And some artists haven't been heard from since. Some I have, but haven't quite made my radar because I haven't received the latest music from them on a continual basis. So they've fallen mainly by the wayside. I figure, well, it's time to uh, get them back out on the radar once again. Half the fun, besides doing these shows, is also uh, checking up on the artists, whether or not their website's active, and also if they've uh, reunited and uh, tried to bring together a second life. So we're going to get into one of several segments of music. The first one, the longer one, always comes first. And what I do is air music from, borrowed from a specific segment going back in a period of time anywhere between 2002 and 20, let's say 2013. And for this program, we're going to dial it back to 2006 from a show borrowed from the music from some point in April of that year. And I'm going to kick it off with an artist who I remember seeing once, one of the first shows I attended when I was uh, first going to the C-Note in the East Village of New York. And it's an artist who I believe was... I believe mainly on uh, piano, backed by uh, two other artists. I think it was something of a songwriter in the round sort of an event, and the chance to meet all three artists. And I hadn't heard from uh, either of the other two since. But the main artist there, um, I would eventually see a few times later. But the uh, timing of meeting her that first time was, I don't know how ironic it is, but um, sadly she had um, experienced a terrible accident in Midtown, New York, and lost the use of uh, one of her legs, but she had bounced back not too long after that and continued her music career, and has turned that experience into something where she has become much more of a humanitarian and uh, public speaker, and it's fueled her songwriting more, and it's uh, part of the basis for an album that um, she released, I believe, in 2005 called Alive Again. This is Teresa. Soraya, when I'm with you.
Feels like I have everything and nothing at all. The only thing that keeps me up is the faith that I won't fall. Lately, everything around me keeps crumbling to the ground. But I'll pick myself right back up and turn it all around. It's been a So 
sun Cars and chemicals and radio waves And we were just kids at heart And out on the street we'd laugh And I could remember all those times like yesterday But don't you stop now Cause this is not the end don't you forget about all the things that brought you in the first place in the first place in the first place in the first place said there would be nothing You're changing time to only change your ways And we were just kids at heart And out on the street we'd laugh And you could remember all those times like yesterday oh, But don't you stop, no, cause this is not the end don't you forget about all the things that brought you in first place in the first place There's music from Akiva. Boy, it's been a long time since we heard from him. From song from the Hermosa EP. This is titled The First Place and a fixture in New York as well as in Los Angeles. I know he released uh, several albums way back in the early part of the 2000s and kind of chopped off the radar a little bit, but uh, that's why he's on this program in the first place. And here's um, what I came up with uh, for a bio of him. Firstly, he got to start playing Counting Crows covers for classmates while studying neurobiology in uh, college. He found himself spending more time playing gigs in English pubs and popping up on local radio than dissecting gray matter. <laughs> he eventually settled back in New York and away from uh, college in uh, New England, and he hit the local music scene with more enthusiasm than before, bringing his uh, mellow soul sound to major music venues. Then a chance encounter with Phil Jimenez, who's worked with Weedus, led to his critically acclaimed debut release, Bueno y Sano. He had become a much sought-after opener for acts like Rusted Root, Josh Kelly, Toby Lightman, Ron Sexsmith, and others, and showcased at numerous conferences. His music has featured on various compilations, and he was even selected as a spotlight artist by Arizona Jeans. Akiva is still active on uh, Facebook after all these years. Website, of course, is facebook.com. Put a slash by that and type in A-K-I-V-A dot two scoops. T-W-O-S-C-O-O-P-S. Prior to Akiva, we heard Garrison Starr, and you know she's no stranger to the RCB airwaves. I had first seen her in, oh, sometime, maybe 2005, 06, 07, I'm not sure, but I remember um, how great of a show it was, and I had the chance to uh, talk with her a bit, and uh, I was happy to uh, stay in touch to get some of her albums and Hasn't been heard from all that much over the last five or six years, but um, her last musical album was just about a year and a half ago called What If There Is No Destination. She has released 15 albums as a solo artist. She's a full-time songwriter in Los Angeles, whose songs have been featured on numerous TV shows and commercials. She regularly collaborates with various artists on projects and has found great success writing for TV and film, nonetheless of which 
was what happened in 2016, collaborated with Margaret Cho, and produced American Myth. Garrison also co-wrote, played guitar, and sang on the record. It was nominated for a Grammy in the comedy category. She continues to tour here in the States as well as in Europe. GarrisonStar.com, G-A-R-R-I-S-O-N-S-T-A-R-R. And in fact, on that same spelling on Twitter as well. Jennifer Richmond, title track of an earlier album of hers called Flowers of Gold. Website is jenniferrichmond.com. She is still, after all these years, based in Brooklyn, penchant for uplifting lyrics and inspiring songs. She has witnessed the immense healing properties of music, and she uses it as a method of healing. She worked as an occupational therapist for now 17 years, helping kids and adults with autism and other disorders. She currently lectures regularly at Columbia University about autism rehabilitation, educating future occupational therapists about the benefits of using music and meaningful activity as healing modalities. She helps to create numerous publications to improve mental health for students across the country. And she also works with kids on the autism spectrum at a preschool in Brooklyn. Last year, she recorded her long-awaited sophomore album with famed producer Mike Rogers. Jennifer Richmond, Flowers of Gold is what we heard. We went to Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania for the Sounds of Plus Three, modern rock band formed in 2000. And in 2003, they had an album out called Bad Math, kind of an eclectic mix of uh, pop gems, and critics praised the brand's uh, musicianship. And then they formed their second album called Late Nights and Lost Causes. The song I played for you is called Prom. This could be the night. Currently, uh, no place on the web as things stand. But that is definitely a blast from the past for you fans of, let's say, Buffalo Tom, Lemonheads, Toe the Wet Sprocket, and bands of that nature. Teresa Zareo, When I'm With You, from the Alive Again CD. TeresaSareo.com, T-H-E-R-E-S-A-S-A-R-E-O. The uh, website is that, and Twitter handle is the letter T-S-A-R-E-O. I mentioned the traumatic accident she had uh, experienced in uh, mid-2002, struck by a, um, an impaired driver in a Ford Explorer, and she lost her entire right leg. It was nine months to the day after uh, 9-11, and not equally nine months to the day before initiation of the uh, Iraq War. As a songwriter, she'd always known the power of words, especially when put to music, but she had no idea of the intense healing ability of music and lyrics until she used it for herself. Within several months of her accident, she began volunteering with new trauma patients at Bellevue Hospital, where she had been a patient herself, becoming the first appointed volunteer to be a peer visitor in conjunction with the hospital's psychiatric social work, art therapy, and trauma departments. She has performed for military, and she made history as the first civilian to sing the national anthem at Walter Reed Army Hospital for the 100th anniversary celebration in 2009. She continues to speak publicly at medical symposiums for leading trauma hospitals, at prisons as a crime victim survivor, at English language schools on using art, poetry, and music as communication tools, also at various schools and Fortune 500 companies on topics such as taking responsibility for your actions, understanding disability, and navigating work environment stress. She had organized and headlined a 9-11 benefit concert for Firehouse Engine 16, Letter 7's World Trade Center Fund, and continues to make appearances at various benefits for New York City's police and fire departments. Teresa Serrano who has also garnered quotes from First Lady Michelle Obama and also Hillary Clinton. This is Radio Crystal Blue Reminisces, talking about music from years ago. Artists have spun on old editions of the program, and at some point, I want to incorporate actual audio from those old shows. And I really wish I had some old audio, and if you happen to know of such, or maybe know someone who has ever recorded those programs, hey, let me know, because I like to use that audio for uh, the show. And I know there's a few shows out there I have actually secured that I put out on archive.org if you look for them with the dates 2005, 2006. There's about three shows as examples of the old show I used to do. So this uh, particular show, we go back to uh, a segment I basically recreated from April of 2006. This part of the show is where I focus on one artist and give you a few songs across his or her discography. I'm really happy to give you music from Julian Villard. And I can tell you that I was really excited to have his music on this program at the very beginning. I know when I got his 
first solo album in 2001. We had a phone conversation about it and such and how to uh, promote it. And I knew he had big dreams and he was anxious to uh, get involved with everything and helped out with shows at the uh, C-Note. And he has grown steadily since then. I even interviewed him for the uh, website. I asked him uh, kind of a two-part question in this interview I did. And I asked, firstly, how did your meeting of Yusuf Teef at Hampshire College come about? And he said, quote, I was a first-year student there. I wanted to study film. I studied voice all through high school and I had enough of music. Yusuf was offering his class in free improvisation. I took it on a whim and was hooked. He's a Libra. His birthday three days after mine, so we got along really well. I liked my passion. I went to college with a lot of burnouts, and here I was, the city kid, making funny faces when I sang. I think it got his attention. I then asked him this. Yusuf many considered part of the post-pop era, though he is one who constantly redefines what we call jazz in general. Is that how both of you are linked, considering your growing presence in the anti-folk genre? And he said, I never really consider my music jazz. I came to the piano late, and jazz was a way to learn the skills I needed to write tunes. I was always interested in writing songs, first and foremost. I think that's my connection to the anti-folk scene. Apart from the gimmickry and sarcasm, anti-folk is really about songwriting. I felt connected to them, even though my music is, I think, very different. Plus, when I started out, Sawa Cafe had the best open mind. As long as you were good, you could get an audience there. Even if you weren't good, you could. These days, he's a regular guest on National Public Radio's Ask Me Another, as well as the wrap-up show and has created musical content for BuzzFeed and the New York Knicks. He teaches songwriting on the online training site lynda.com. His mom, Margaret, is a former actress turned real estate agent, also a four-time Jeopardy! champion and pantyhose model. His dad, Maxime, was a hidden child during the Holocaust and emerged from Paris in 1963. He worked in computers and designed the technology for the first ATM for Citibank. I mentioned Julian in college had studied with Yusuf Latif, a legend in jazz, and upon graduating college, he moved to Brooklyn and began his career as a professional musician. In 2003, he released his debut album called Nighttime. We're going to dig into that album right about here with three songs from across Julian's long discography. This is called Yeah, 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 Work to Do.
my door I've done this kind of thing a thousand times or more And after every time I tell myself it's over That it doesn't feel right I wasn't that funny but we laughed all night Just like we've been buddies But what about before there must have been somebody else Show them. 
Villard with a few songs from across his history. We heard Jimmy Dean and Steve McQueen from the EP The Movies Without You. Must have been somebody else. It's from his live album Make Me Feel from March 27th, 2003, along with his band The A Band. Yeah, 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 work to do. It's from his nighttime album. And he's steadily recorded ever since. He's got five full albums and Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine EPs, singles, and live recordings collectively. Kind of lost touch after the uh, Movies Without You EP. I know that uh, since that time, he signed a multi-record deal with Angel Music Group, and then he moved to London. following year, he was the opening act for Amy McDonald on both legs of her This Is The Life UK tour, reflecting her uh, debut release. While he was in London, he used the songs on the EP to create what would should have been his first major label release called The Planets Here. Recording process took close to a year, but in uh, mid-2008, EMI eliminated 2,000 positions worldwide, including the Charisma imprint. So the album was shelved, and Julian moved over to Virgin Records, and the next year he was dropped by Virgin, and then moved back to New York. He went the indie route to release The Planeteer eventually. Ollie Murs recorded Julian's song Hold On for his debut album, which went on to go two times platinum in the United Kingdom. During that time, he opened the first half of Jamie Collins' 2010 U.S. tour. Then in 2011, he re-emerged with a new album called Mr. Saturday Night, which got nice claim uh, in the U.K. In 2012, he taped his first show of Ask Me Another, and has since become the go-to substitute for house musician Jonathan Colton. In 2014, he released a New York City concept album titled If You Don't Like It, you can leave. He opened a tour for Paul Carrick later that year. Then in 2015, he had a single called The Night Ed Sheeran Slept on My Couch, a song based on actual events. Later that year, he's become a regular on the wrap-up show, and several of his original improvised songs have been played on the Howard Stern Show. In 2017, he released a LP called Fancy Words for Failure. The Wall Street Journal published a profile of Julian and his year-long residency at the mighty Joe's Pub is a actually a rather cavernous venue in um in soho in manhattan and in 2018 his hp joel craft was featured in major press kind of a mashup of billy joel's piano man and hp lovecraft's nemesis just a few months ago 
He released a three-song EP about fatherhood titled Sad Dad. And now you're about caught up. <laughs> JulianVillard.com J-U-L-I-A-N-V-E-L-A-R-D And he's on Twitter with that same spelling. Now we go into the grab bag and we go deep into RCB history from a band that has since reawakened their spirits. A band called Bone Machine. They started out in 1999. As always, a collective of musicians. Calvin Randall on vocals and guitar. James Ost on guitars. Stuart Graves on keys, guitars, and loops. Adrian Barrett on the bass. They took a hiatus in 2007 and got back together in only a few years ago, 2015. They're a band from Portsmouth in the UK, specializing in a sound that I guess is best resembling dark electronica. I had only aired one song from them in all these shows that I've done. A song called Love Is. It was one of the original tracks recorded in 1999. It ended every live show of theirs, but was never properly recorded until now. So I've got it here for you, an interesting timing, released only a month ago, and very sad to learn that James Ost had passed away not too long after the uh, release. So I kind of wonder what direction the band is going in these days. So right here, give you the uh, single, the reformed edition of Love Is from Bone Machine.
Music of Bone Machine, Love Is, this individual single, just got released a month ago. The band, today, Adrian Barrett on bass, Ben Winty on drums, Calvin Rendell on vocals, James Ost on lead guitar, Simon Brooks on guitar and backing vocals, Stuart Graves on guitar, synths, programming, and samples, John Alexander with synths and loops. The website, bonemachine.co.uk. Good to have them back in the fold, and hey, good to have you back here on Radio Crystal Blue Reminisces. We uh, finish out on this program some old music by T.J. Remy for a good while, served as the closing music to the old RCB shows. The show being published in mid-February 2019. Thank you very much for your time and attention. My thanks also go to T.J. Flowerdove for her assistance with the production of all RCB material. This program, along with Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo, which focuses on brand new releases, as well as the main program itself, published three times a month, all available through the website, radiocrystalblue.net. You can reach me by email at dan at radiocrystalblue.net and on Twitter at radiocblue. Thanks again for your time. I will see you soon with another program. Do take care. Namaste.